Guys, welcome back to another IELTS video. You know what? I am your host, Arsenio, as usual. And again, I try bringing as much material as I possibly can. So today I'm going to be going over the speaking part one. We're going to be talking about future questions. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be doing a reading and the part two and the part three will be available on my IELTS Patreon. Now, again, depending on when you guys actually sign up for it and whatnot, you will probably be able to get a couple of days free. Um, if not, again, you guys can just get in touch with me and tell me exactly what your goals are and, you know, what if my Patreon will be will do service for you in developing your skills so you can pass the IELTS test with your desired score. All right, so with that being said, today's to speak in part one. We have the reading coming up and then there will be a reading on Patreon. The speak in part two and three will also be available on Patreon, okay? So always remember that there will be additional material available for you guys on different things. So. Again, I've seen a lot of speaking, oh, my speaking part ones, they've done so well on YouTube. And of course, my blogs get almost a dozen views a day. And it's this specific blog about speaking about money. So I said, you know what? I'm going to continue making this and build up off that momentum. So today, this book is the number 14. That's right. It's available. Again, it's been copyrighted on several websites, so I cannot get the audio, which is fine, which is fine. But at the same time, because I'm not doing listening just yet, I will start putting that on my Patreon too. And at the same time, I'll repeat that, it's the best because now if you focus on number 14 before you take the test, it will readily, what is it? It will basically help you before you take the test. Now they come out with these IELTS Cambridge books every year. We're on number 14, the reading, everything, all these parts will be focused on book number 14. All right, so I got four questions for you guys. Now, I love this because I did a nice little, um, I did a, what is it? I teach IELTS online, so I taught one of my students. And she has a tendency of not focusing on the topic. So again, guys, listening to the question words, I have four questions here. We says, it says, what job would? Okay, so we're talking about something in the future. How useful will? That's future. Obviously, this topic is future. How much traveling do you hope? Okay, this is an imaginative question again. And how do you think your life will? Okay, this is another future tense. So understanding the question words within it will help guide you. So now I'm going to focus on question number one to, uh, let's just say to focus on, to focus on the question in general and some pitfalls that a lot of people would end up falling into. So here we go. Question number one, what job would you like to have 10 years from now? Now, you have to think about it. Would you like a job or would you like a career? Would you like to have passive income? Would you like to have, uh, you know, portfolios and invest in things so you don't have to, you know, possess a job? These are things to consider. Now, he's asking you at the time of speaking. So you could choose two ways of answering this question. Well, you know what, I would love to be a doctor, but I do believe that these jobs might not be readily available in the future because of what's happening in the world of technology. So I will have to protect myself in a sense of making passive income outside of my main job. Now, then you could go on to say, I would much prefer doing something that I love rather than just having a job 
where I might be replaced. See, that's thinking way outside the box. And this is what you need to do. See, a literal thinker would say this. What job would you like to have 10 years from now? Oh, well, I would like to be a doctor because I want to help people. See, that's a simple sentence with a subordinating conjunction. This is the same thing that he's probably going to hear from everyone. In these tests, you need to express your language capabilities. That's what they want to hear, right? Not the simple way. Always go the other way. Again, if you're not sure about the tenses, again, take a step back. Be safe, because if you start making errors in your lexical resources and whatnot, that will hamper or, let's just say, dampen your score in its entirety. Nonetheless, again, focus on the topic at hand and think and abstract about it. So that was an abstract uh, answer and then a literal answer. So now we have number two. It says, how useful will English be for your future? Now, my student, she ended up saying, oh, you know what? The English is going to be very useful in the future because no, 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 no. I'm not talking general. I'm talking about specifics. I need specificity in terms of your future. So you being a non-native English speaker, how important will it be for you? Think about it. I mean, you know learning English abroad, coming back home, being useful to your society, your community, the organizations, uh, inspiring people, okay? Because I know there are a lot of people from specific countries that aren't non, well, that are non-native English speaking countries where they hear the accent, they're like, oh my God, I'm inspired by that. You know, there's a famous actress out here in Thailand um, and she learned English, of course, going to the number one international school in all of Thailand. It's very difficult for people. Again, I don't use excuses in terms of, hey, you know, you had this, you had that. No, but she has a very good accent and she's understood. So a lot of people look up to her. So how useful will it be for your future? Think about what could happen in terms of not only your career, but also inspiring the future generation. See, thinking outside the box. Now, of course, we have a literal answer. And what's that literal answer? How useful will English be for your future? Oh, it will be great for me in terms of finding a job and you know helping my family and moving up the ranks in a specific company. Well, that's actually not too bad of an answer. That's probably a six or a 6.5 answer. But again, if you use five to nine word answers, those are simple sentences and you don't express, you know, the if or, you know, using different subordinate clauses or coordinate clauses, guess what? You're going to be stuck probably within that 5.5 to 6 range. He wants to see you think way outside the box, as I've already mentioned. So there it is. That's the breakdown of uh, question number two. So let's go into, I love this pen. Let's go into question, it just came all of a sudden too. Let's go into question number three. How much traveling do you hope to do in the future. Now, it's not traveling about business, it's not traveling about this or that, it's breaking down, let's break down the question. Would you like to travel, okay? How much traveling? So again, we have to figure out, oh, well, you know what? Uh, you could talk about it in bulk saying, oh, I, I plan on traveling extensively uh, throughout my life because I will be engaged in different organizations that help in different impoverished nations. Right? You can say it that way. You could. 
Or you could say, oh, I plan on traveling within five years. I plan on traveling maybe three to four times, okay? Because we're answering the how much. We have to answer the how much. It's the most important part, right? So let's go into number four. I would love to hear some of your answers in the comment section wherever you see this video or even if it's in podcast form, okay? Talk about it. And come on, go on my Facebook page and, again, express your feelings about these topics. So last topic for today. How do you think your life will change in the future? Now this is the, oh, this, you could take this anywhere. You could say, oh my God. Well, with me achieving the IELTS score, I'll be able to go to England and fulfill my bachelor's degree and me obtaining something that my family or no one in my family has ever done. And then, you know, prolonging my studies out there to achieve my master's degree and ultimately get a job there and settle down. I think the power or the necessities or the, you know, learning English, it's not, it's not an option, it's required. And the more I learn, and when I pass this test, I'm gonna be able to fulfill things that are way beyond anything I could have ever imagined. See, I'm using emotion, I'm stressing different words, and this is what you want to do. Stress the words. Put that empathic stress into some words where you are very, you're, you're very passionate about specific topics. This is what's going to set you aside from, and, uh, you know, other people in general. So again, guys, that's the conclusion of this. We have tips. We have a lot of different things on my blog. The YouTube, if you guys are watching this in YouTube, it's in podcast form too. So make sure you subscribe to my Arsenio's ESL podcast. Uh, and if you guys want the part two, and if you want the part three, that's going to be available on, of course, Arsenio's ESL Learning. That's on Patreon, patreon.com. Everything is in the link in the description, wherever you see it. So with that being said, man, thank you guys so much for tuning in and spending your time wherever you are in the world with me. If you have any questions, please let me know. And I know I need to get a haircut for those of you who are looking at me. It is a mess on top, but it's really, really good in here. So with that being said, guys, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. I'm your host, as always. Stay tuned for more Over and Out.